Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Inside Edition ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. The Family Feud Murder Investigation. The game show contestant with the bow tie, accused of slaying his wife. Exclusive. She competed against him on the feud. Did you ever think? One day down the road, he would be accused of murder. Then, that's not the spirit. The passenger who forgot his bag at the Spirit Airlines counter. Wait till you see what the surveillance tape shows. She's rifling through his bag and throwing out his medicine. That's the part that really got to me. And a bank at the center of the new financial crisis. Why they're comparing it to the office TV show. Nobody can do the It's funny, but it's tragic. Plus, the runaway dog, rescued in the ocean with a paddleboard. This is just truly, truly amazing. Then, monkey attack. We have a monkey on the front porch. So cute, so cuddly. Look at that. Until all hell breaks loose. I have over 187 stitches. Plus, the 10-year-old girl. She wrote a song, but was too shy to play it in public. Now the whole world is playing it. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvian today for Deborah. We're learning more today about the former Family Feud contestant who police say is a murderer who shot his estranged wife. And the story is especially shocking for this young woman who competed against the suspect on the game show, never thinking he would be at the center of such sinister headlines. Here's Amber Cogliano. Were there any red flags that this dress-to-impress Family Feud contestant would allegedly murder his wife? Good answer! That's a good answer, yes! 
Cops say Tim Bleefnick is behind the brutal shooting death of his estranged wife, Rebecca, a nurse and mom to their three children. Aaliyah? Aaliyah Winchester appeared on the same episode of the popular game show, and she says she is in complete shock over his arrest on Monday. Any red flags that you saw? No. I didn't. I thought he was just a handsome guy who, you know, would... I just thought he was a handsome family guy. But there was this now haunting joke he made about his wedding. What's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Honey, I love you, but said I do. Oh. Not my mistake. I love my wife. I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> dad said there's something off about him. The Bleefnik's appearance on Family Feud made such big news. Family and friends gathered for a watch party back home in Illinois. Mom Amy Bleefnik was thrilled. So fun to have so many friends and family here to share with. Wait, 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 wait. Her son Tim also seemed to enjoy the chance to showcase his larger-than-life personality. Check him out shirtless in a skit he performed at the gym. He takes a break to flex in the mirror. He also appeared in a community theater production. Before Rebecca's murder, he and Rebecca had filed for restraining orders against each other. His attorney spoke to Inside Edition. Tim still has and maintains his presumption of innocence. There are still three boys out there without a mother and father right now. The concern that we have is is protecting the kids um, from all of this as best as can be. Rebecca's family has created a GoFundMe account to help care for her three sons. Imagine watching airline workers spill your medication out into the trash. That's what happened to a frustrated Spirit Airlines passenger who accidentally left his carry-on bag at the check-in counter. Jim Murray's details. This passenger is about to leave a small carry-on bag behind as he boards his flight in New Orleans. You can see it right there on the counter. When did you realize you left it at the gate? I realized it as soon as we were on the plane. Kayon Brooks called Spirit Airlines as soon as he landed in Los Angeles. I spoke to a Spirit Airlines manager and he told me your bag is not in our possession. It wasn't in our possession. You haven't left it here. And basically he hung up on me. But that wasn't good enough for Brooks. He says he was 100% positive that he left his bag at the counter, and he knew there had to be surveillance footage that would prove him right. But how would he obtain it? How did you get videotape of this situation? I put in a public information request, and I was very detailed down to the time that I arrived, the clothes that I had on. Were you surprised that they released the videotape to you? I was surprised. In the video, you can see another passenger pointing out the bag. A gate agent starts going through it. And look, passengers are still boarding. Wouldn't the agents figure it was someone who had just boarded? Instead of trying to find the passenger, an agent takes the bag to another gate. Then she starts rifling through it. What happens next will shock you. She walks to the trash can and starts dramatically tossing in the contents. She appears to read a medication bottle. Then you see her pouring the pills out. Um, when she started pouring out my medications, that's the part that really got to me. Another gate agent starts recording her and seems to be having such a good time, she doubles over in laughter. The rest of the bag is dumped. The agent appears to fish keys out of the trash, but then chucks them back in. Look at the state of humanity. What are we doing to one another? Brooks said Spirit Airlines told him they're investigating and that the gate agents have been suspended.
Spirit Airlines did not return our calls. Brooks says he will never fly Spirit ever again. The stock market suffered more losses today following the collapse of those two banks. And Wall Street experts say more fallout is coming. Now some old videos have come back to haunt the failing Signature Bank in which staffers yuck it up, saying they will never fail. And Stephen Fabian reports it looks like something right out of the sitcom The Office. The off-the-wall culture at a bank at the center of the new financial crisis is being compared to the TV comedy show The Office today. (laughs) Top executives at Signature Bank played themselves in a series of wacky promotional videos. Is there a book, How to Build a Bank for Dummies? This Broadway-style number was created to celebrate Signature Bank's 15th anniversary. Signature, yeah, Signature, a bank has been a A former staffer was quoted as saying the management team was basically like the show The Office. I spoke with Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. A lot of people are seeing those goofy promotional videos and they're making the comparison to the sitcom The Office. (laughs) Well, it's funny, but it's tragic because real shareholders lost real money. But I see I see the humor in it, but it's 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 just a. It's it's a Shakespearean play. You can't make this stuff up. The -the over-the-top videos feature bank employees in cringeworthy song and dance numbers. It actually looks like it could have been created by the folks at the office. This is Signatures. And this is The Office. This signature video is also eerily prophetic. What possible fate will become of our bank other than to diminish and fail? I happen to know for a fact that won't happen. But it did happen. The celebrations at Signature came to a sudden end when it failed along with Silicon Valley Bank, triggering a worldwide economic crisis. They're now radioactive waste. They're the poster children for idiot banking. And speaking of collapsing, check this out. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, my God. Rainstorms and 70 mile an hour winds in California uprooting trees, including this one in Redwood City that came crashing down on a house just as a neighbor was being interviewed about the severe weather. Thankfully, no one was injured. And as a lifeguard, this guy's used to saving humans. But on this day, it was a four-legged swimmer in distress. It's the hero lifeguard and the little dog he saved. That's Tofu on the rescue board. The adorable Bijan Frise is soaking wet after quite an adventure. Tofu slipped out of the family's yard and ended up at the beach. When people tried to catch her, she got spooked and ran right into the ocean. Bystanders alerted Chase McCall, a Long Beach, California lifeguard. We see little Tofu's head maybe two to 300 yards out and still swimming out to sea. McCall went right into action on a gray, chilly evening with not much daylight left. This photo was snapped just after McCall grabbed Tofu. As soon as I saw her maybe 20 yards away from me, I hustled over and uh, she came right to me and just grabbed her, put her on the rescue board and held her for a second to hopefully help her to calm down. Holding Tofu in one hand, he paddled back to shore. Then he wrapped the dog in a towel when they got back to the station. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You're welcome. We were there when Tofu was reunited with her owner, Jason. This is just truly, truly amazing, and it's like such a beautiful story, so... 
Yeah, thank you, Chase. Get this, Tofu usually freaks out when she's about to have a bath. She hates the water, so to find her to be that far in the water is just absolutely mind-blowing. We're so glad Tofu is safe. Last time, we told you how the family of late actor Paul Servino was left out of the In Memoriam tribute at the Oscars. Now it's the family of Beretta star Robert Blake who's unhappy over his omission. But many believe the Academy took issue with the fact Blake was charged with murdering his wife, even though he was acquitted. The Oscars In Memoriam tribute is under fire again today. Now it's the late actor Robert Blake's son Noah blasting the Academy. His father died earlier this month at age 89, but the star of Beretta and In Cold Blood was left out of the montage. I think that's just wrong. His body of work and the legacy that he left as an actor in film is uh, beyond reproach. Blake became a pariah after his wife, Bonnie Lee Bakley, was shot dead in 2001 outside a restaurant they had just had dinner in. He was charged with her murder and acquitted, but later found civilly liable for her death. Do you believe that the fact that your father was charged with the murder of his second wife had something to do with him being left off? I just don't understand it. Sure, you could say that my father's past uh, could in the controversy that he was surrounded in and if someone's saying well we don't we don't want that to be a part of our show all right if that's the decision you're making that's the decision you're making but it should be clear and understood of what that criteria is going to be actor paulie shore got a shout out at the oscars as well, host jimmy kimmel together. poked fun at him pointing out that his co-stars from the 1992 goofball comedy encino man brendan fraser and ki hui kwan were nominated for oscars what an incredible night this must be for the two of you and what a very difficult night for paulie shore <laughs> did you like jimmy kimmel's joke it doesn't bother me it made me feel good that you know i was able to kind of be part of the night in in you know with brendan and key if these guys get another shot why can't we all get another shot and perhaps this little girl will end up nominated for an oscar one day for best film score at 10 she composes her own music but she's also really shy, so her mom stepped in, and now people across the country are playing Olive's song. An orchestra plays a piece of classical music, but it wasn't composed by Beethoven or Mozart. It was written by this 10-year-old girl named Olive. The fifth grader didn't think it was good enough to play and tossed it aside. She's a new beginner violinist, and I think she wasn't feeling super confident about it. I didn't play it myself because I felt like on my violin, it sucked. <laughs> so her mom, Mimi, made this plea on social media. My 10-year-old daughter wrote this. Could somebody play this? I thought maybe it would be cool to get a few people to play it and see what it sounds like. What happened next was remarkable. Musicians from across the country took their own stab at Olive's song. Violinists, guitarists, even orchestras gathered to play Olive's song. Here's the mini Mozart today at home in West Grove, Pennsylvania. Did you ever expect this kind of response? No, no, I still feel like, pinch me, is this real? I just had to ask, can you play a little of your famous tune for us now? Hit it, maestro. 
go all of so beautiful. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, monkey attack. We have a monkey on the front porch. So cute. So cuddly. Look at that. Until all hell breaks loose. I have over 187 stitches. And remember her? The hippity hop kid who crashed her dad's live TV appearance. Where we found them today. All grown up. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. This woman almost lost an ear after a vicious attack. Turns out her neighbor's monkey found its way onto her porch, so she called cops. But just as help arrived, the primate grabbed her. Here's Les Trent. He might look cute in this video, but Jack the monkey can apparently turn vicious. I have over 187 stitches. Brittany Parker says the horror started when she spotted the monkey on her front porch in Oklahoma. He was lunging from one side of my porch and hitting the glass trying to get in. Brittany says she called 911. When police officers arrived, she says she felt safe enough to step outside. At first, the monkey was friendly towards the police, but then all hell broke loose. He had leaped and ran up my back and jumped on my head and grabbed my hair, pulled my hair out, and then took my ear like a piece of paper and ripped it all the way down into the ear canal. Brittany was rushed to the hospital. Jack is an eight-year-old monkey. He somehow got out of his cage, his owner writes on Facebook. He ended up attacking a lady. I'm not sure what could have provoked the bout of anger, but I feel so bad for her and her family. The monkey was shot and killed by a friend of the victim. I'm very traumatized. I'm very scared. The monkey's remains have been sent to a lab for testing. When we come back, remember the hippity hop girl who crashed her dad's interview six years later? She's back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. 
you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It was video that illustrated the perils of working from home. Now the Hippity Hop family is letting us know how they're doing today. Six years ago, this four-year-old girl captivated hearts around the world when she hippity-hopped into her father's home office during a live TV interview. I think one of your children's just walked in. I mean, and look at her today. Marion is now 10 years old, posing in a pink sequin dress with her dad, Professor Robert E. Kelly. And here's her five-year-old brother grinning from ear to ear. Remember him? He was just nine months old when he also crashed his dad's interview, waddling in his walker behind Big Sis. Pardon me. Seconds later, it's Supermom to the rescue. This is going to be for the region. Now the entire family is marking the six-year anniversary in South Korea where they live. My apologies. And coming up, an unusual wedding dance. Finally today, a wedding dance flashback. A bride and groom perform a choreographed first dance during their reception. Look familiar? Yup, it's the handshake dance made famous by Lindsay Lohan's character in the 1998 film Parent Trap. A wedding dance to remember. Oh, they definitely practiced that. See you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.